Okay, welcome everybody to the One Amazing Life podcast. My name is Chris Stewart, and I am one of your co-hosts for this great show. We're coming to you live today from Southern California, and man, I'll tell you, I am excited for today's show. I'm excited for every show that we have, but especially for today's because we are talking about camp time. Oh man, Love I can hear camp. All Love you guys camp. out there in Radio Land talking right now about how much you love camp. But before we get started, I just want to uh, let's go around the circle and I want to introduce all of our awesome guests on today's show. I'll start to my right. Hey, my name is Jimmy Nelson, and I am the other co-host here on The One Amazing Life. My teammate. Love, love doing this podcast, uh, and I love, love camp. I also want to just make a note that Chris, who normally wears some pretty dapper attire today, is kind of sporting the jeans and t-shirt look. It was a little bit yeah, different, but I true. will say I am loving the fact that the tattoos are out Oh, yeah. They're not hidden today. They're so. not hidden today. Is there Everybody any, knows. like, do you have even, like, one little quick story about one of those tattoos that you have? Wow. You know, I do. I have a, uh, one of my favorite tattoos is the one I have on my forearm of the New Orleans Saints. They are, like, been my team for a long, long time. And uh, I have a who dat and, like, the Fleur de Lay. And uh, it's right there on my wrist, and I love it. And uh, I love the New Orleans Saints and Drew Brees and, uh, the whole team and the whole thing. I'm going to be there next week. I'm excited for that as well. But, uh, you know, I am, I'm going t-shirt and jeans today, but uh, if you notice, I am wearing my firefighter shirt because uh, I used to be a firefighter and also in support of all the firefighters that are over in uh, Australia. So if we could all just lift them up silently in prayer when you hear this show, uh, you know, let's think about those guys, man. They're out there. It's, it's crazy over there, isn't it? Man. It, it is. Like, the whole thing's burning down. Nuts. Um, cool. Well, uh, thanks for giving us the tattoo story. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm expecting next week at least, like, you know, maybe like a three piece suit, even, you know, really get it, really. I'll make it bring four it up because you asked. I, you know I, I mean? don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't either. We'll figure suit. it out. Well, let me hand it off to my right, uh, one of our high school people here today. And you are. Hi, my name is Elizabeth. Elizabeth, tell us what you do for fun. Um, for fun, I go to school and study hard. I said for fun. Oh, um, yeah, <laughs> that's for, okay. It's actually fun learning. I'm being serious. And you like to rock, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Like she plays in, in our the worship band. band. Yeah, awesome. I was on the podcast before, second time. That's wow. right. All so right. good. Wait, yeah. you're back, right? Because we love Elizabeth. She is awesome. She brings a big light to the room, and uh, and we love having her in the praise band as well. So thanks for being on the show again, Elizabeth. We appreciate it. And last but not least, we're saving the best for last. Fired up. Um. I'm Nathan Quinlan, and this is my first time on the podcast. I'm a big surfer. That's pretty much all I got to say. One of the best in the town. Yes. Let's say that. Number also, one. didn't you uh, have a birthday recently? I did. How, was, it? How was that? It was awesome. Was it? I got to spend my birthday going up to camp. What a great place to spend it. Best place what on earth. What a great transition he just made, Chris. He's better at our job. Already. He's already making perfect transitions. I'm about ready to turn the show over to you, Nathan. I, I hope you you're ready. I have to. Straight over to camp. One thing, too, we want to just point out is that, you know, the One Amazing Life podcast is for teens, and it is by teens. And even though me and Jamie are here, we kind of just facilitate it. But our main thing is is, is we want to hear from teens all over the country about stuff that you're going through. And, and we always, you know, have teens on our show because we care about what you guys are going through, and we want to do whatever we can to help you guys out in any way or just help you guys help each other out, right? That's what the whole thing is. So we're building a big community around the world with this show, and we appreciate everybody who's listening right now. Um, you know, let's jump right in. Camp, man, what a great experience that was. It was uh, 
for those of you that are listening, we went to a camp that is uh, in the San Bernardino Mountains. Uh, basically, that's Southern California as well. And uh, it's kind of a high altitude, so it gets a bit chilly. There was no snow, although we could see snow. But, uh, you know, it's a nice foresty area, a lot of wooden cabins, a lot of, uh, what, rocks and, you know, crazy stuff to climb on. And it's just a really good time. It's called Forest Home Camp. We'll give a little plug to Forest Home just because they're so accommodating out there. Yeah, hopefully they'll, you know, give us like a free spot at camp or something because <laughs> right, of that. I don't know. Right, I mean, yeah. we, we can ask. We're blowing them up right now. Uh, but anyway... Um, you know, this show is, is about you guys, so we definitely want to hear some stuff. Well, just start us off with how many times uh, you've been to camp and, and what it's like for you to go to camp. Nathan, we'll start with you. You seem to be the expert on this field. Um, I'm not really sure how many times I've been to camp. It's probably around like 10 years by now for sure. Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, why you go to camp every year? Um, well, it's just a good experience, to, especially for um, Forest Home Winter Camp, we go up as an uh, OTS group. We get to serve the middle schoolers, and it's just really good time to like get to serve the middle schoolers. And just, I mean, they love ha- having us out there and serving their food for them. So that's great. And I don't know, it's just Forest Home is one of my favorite places because I don't know, it's just you get to just disconnect from everyone else that out there, and it's just you're just there with God, and it's just a good time. Yeah. I, I hear that. Uh, can you tell our listeners uh, what OTS stands for? Um, opportunity to serve. Opportunity to serve. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. I, I kind of almost didn't know that. I almost forgot that. it that's too. Opportunity to serve. That's great. So for those of you that are listening, uh, just to clarify what he's talking about is that here uh, at, at winter camp, there's about 500 middle school kids. And, and our church group here, our, our one youth group uh, of high school kids, we go up and we serve. So we do the meals, we clean up the kitchen, we help out with assorted chores. I mean, we're doing kinds of all kinds of stuff, right? Um, so just so you're familiar with what we're talking about. Um, Elizabeth, we're going to jump over to you. Uh, how many times have you been to camp? Um, this was my second time being to camp. So kind of a newbie. So kind of new, yeah. Huh? Right. We got the veteran and the newbie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good mix. We didn't even plan that. Yeah. There you go. God's hand is in everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about why you go to camp or, or what happened? How'd you get there? Well, I wasn't going to go. And then my friend Patrick Mattioli said there's a spot open. So then I got to go. Nice. Because some kind person left their spot open. And I wrote a letter to them. Oh, yeah? What did the letter say? Well, I can't really tell you. It's for the person that let me go to camp. Oh, okay. Hey, I, I, <laughs> hey you know what? I appreciate that because that's true. That's a personal letter. I appreciate that. What was the what was the just just a thank you letter or was it did you give them cash or like what how did well, that work out? Okay, I did not give them cash. Okay, but I just wanted to clarify. It's appropriate not yeah. to give them cash. I might go to my spot to camp if yeah, there's cash. You know? I was gonna give them some candy, but like, uh, um, yeah, I don't know how long it would take to like, get to them, so I didn't. But it said pretty much like how thankful I was to be able to go, and like how much closer I got to God just being there for like one and a half days. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. And, and Jamie, man, tell us, like, I mean, you've been going to camp a couple of times at this point, right? I, you know, camp for me is, like, such a uh, a crazy thing. I've been going to camp um, since 2001, at least twice a year. Uh, so that that's, that's a lot of camp. Nathan, I guess you're knocked I'm out a, of the top I know, spot. sorry, sorry. Uh, but on top of that, I worked at camp for two uh, summers, and for three sets of winter camps, which is like 11 weeks every winter, 11 weekends. And 
I met my wife at camp. No way! Yes, met my wife at camp. If you're looking for a spouse, I will say camp is the best place to find them, but the worst place to actually date them. That's just a side note. Just going to throw that out there. Uh, camp, great place to find like-minded people who love disconnecting, who maybe have the same faith that you have. Um, great place to meet them. But if you're dating up there, that's a little tough. So we met at camp, dated in San Diego. Um, great, great place. So I have such a connection to that camp as well, that particular camp, Forest Home. But I love getting away. I love getting up in the mountains, up around the trees, um, see the snow, and be able just to connect, um, to disconnect from kind of what's going on in life, but to connect with things that are actually more important. So love camp. And on a side note, I mean, I believe our producer, Patrick, met his wife up at camp too. Am I mis- can, can I just get a nod on that from the sound booth over there? Okay, he did. Well, I think it so was. I, a, a, I don't know if, if any lonely hearts across the world are listening to this, but if you guys want to come hang out with us and go up to this let, camp, let's get him over like, here. Yeah, Patrick, come over here, come over here to the Patrick, mic. Patrick, tell and, us about that. Yeah, let's hear about this from our producer. Yeah, I met my wife Megan at a camp that we were both counselors at. Ooh. Yeah, and I was at the camp and had no students with me, which was weird. And she had probably 40 students with her which was strange. And when we left camp, she left saying, well, it has been real. And I only had her email address. So a quick email later, I had her phone number and we were texting ever since. Wow. I mean, all right. What a so classic, classic love in this tale. story already, man. All right. So camp real quick to the high school people who are here. Did either of you meet the love of your life at camp this last weekend? Could you just give me a yes or no? That's going to be an unfortunate <laughs> no. I, I don't think I did. <laughs> there's, okay, there's still a chance. <laughs> he said still, I think. I don't so think we don't I, know. Okay, got it. Got okay. it. Okay. Elizabeth, tell me about what it was like for you to be at camp for one only the second time in your life with a bunch of like 500 middle school kids. And, and to sit there and, and be of service to them. And what was that like for you to serve somebody like that? Well, at first I was a little overwhelmed because I don't think I've ever seen that many excited children. But I realized that they're all, they're not bad. They're, <laughs> like, <laughs> there's something in the like, way yeah. she said that. They're not Bad. Yeah, right. Right. I mean, okay. we, like everybody's listening to this show. Like, are you talking about the same middle schoolers that we are? Because they no. are out of hand. Okay, they were sweet. They were good. They were like polite and they're thankful. They would always say thank you when were you bring the, the water. Same camp? And... <laughs> yeah, you were there. I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. Well, that's uh, that's good. So you had a positive experience then. Yeah. Nathan, what about you? I mean, you've been, you know, it's it, one of the best things. I'll just throw this out. I don't want to like, you know, I'm not embarrassing him, but give him props. When I walked into the dining area on the first day, this guy was rocking a Tigger outfit. Oh, I mean, I've like, heard about the Tigger yeah, outfit. Yeah, I mean, he was legendary. Like the kids were flocking to him like bees to honey. Mm. It was unbelievable. That's right. What was that experience like? I mean, it was crazy. Just like every kid I walked past, they're always smiling, trying to give me high fives. And they just, they just love the Tigger suit. So. They do. You know, yeah. a, a costume will bring positivity to a room. Especially like a Tigger suit. I mean, That's every right. Every time he wears it, it was out of hand. 
except for it got a little bit hot for him on Saturday night. I had to actually. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to inject here real quick before he tells the story, but I had to kind of save him from the, uh, what was it, the hamburger line I think he was in. And uh, I walked over, and his face was redder than the orange suit. And, he, you know, I thought it was like a sunburn. I said, are you okay? He says, dude, I'm so hot, I can barely breathe. I said, go get some water, man. I'm afraid I wanted to call the paramedics. And I took over the hamburger so he could get some air. But other than that, the Tigger suit was a big hit, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, Nathan, what about um, there's a lot of times at camp um, – when we got together, just as, as the high school group to kind of go over what was going on and to, to sing, do praise songs, and, and to talk about that, what was one of your favorite times that us as a group got together that, that you really got something out of? Um, well, it was, it was less of like, it wasn't just us as a group. It was, um, it was when um, Olivia was um, singing at the campfire mm. on a Friday or Saturday night, and like a bunch of other kids came and joined us and they were all singing along with us. And I don't know, that was just like a really cool moment that we had there. Yeah, that, that was, uh, that was definitely a great moment. Um, Elizabeth, what about you? Well, okay. So this is a really fun story, I think. So during solo time, I was just thinking and drawing some pictures and writing words down. And then I was like, okay, now I'll read the Bible. So then I opened the Bible to 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and I read it and it was saying how you have to love people. And I was like, that's super awesome. And then I thought about it. And then later in the day we went and Chris was talking and at the very end of his message, he was like, okay, Kai Pellegrino, you get to read 1 Corinthians 13. I was like, oh my goodness. Whoa. Yeah. That was, that was heavy. She came up with tears in her eyes when I got done. She was like, you're not going to believe this. I said, what? She goes, when we had solo time together, which for you that are listening, solo time is kind of like when we each went out into the woods uh, and spent about 45 minutes of our own time just with God or, or you know, kind of doing some prayer meditation or, or reading scriptures and just really a time to reflect on where we were and see all of God's beauty. And then we came back, but we didn't talk about what we had what we'd read or anything, right? And then we kind of went through the rest of the day, and then I gave the, the message on Saturday night. And when I got done, she comes up, and she's like, you're not going to believe this. I'm like, what? She goes, that's the exact verse that I read today. And, and, I was, and she was having kind of a hard time with some other stuff in her life, and it was just like God speaking through me to her and also God just speaking directly to her. That was amazing. Out there, you know what I mean? So that's one of the things that I love about camp is like when you – it's not that God doesn't answer whenever we pray – but for somehow I feel like maybe like when we're out in the woods or when we're out in an area like that, it's like the results almost come immediately. I don't know yeah. if you guys have ever noticed yeah. that. Nathan, did you notice that? Like, it's just like maybe like if you think about God or, or you're praying or something like that, you just feel the presence of God or the Holy Spirit. It's, it's almost instantaneous compared to like maybe if you're driving or at home or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just something about being up there. Like every time I go, it's just... The just feeling is different up there, especially like during worship and like just during the messages. I don't know; it just feels different than being down here. Yeah, it is. I'm not. I, I guess it's just because we're all like just. I don't know. It's open. Not a lot of cell phone nonsense. <laughs> I don't know. TV Someone used chance. to say, you know that. That mountain is 5,000 feet closer to heaven. You know, <laughs> that could be it. It might just be because we're up in elevation and maybe you can hear we're us better. We're just so lightheaded, man. That's all it really is. That's not true. I, I spent a lot of time up there, um, and when I have, what I've noticed is people, when you get a group of people who are sort of focused on one thing, 
focused on connecting with God. And they're also willing to put down their cell phones, to put away all the petty stuff that's been going on in life, to not be thinking about school, to not be thinking about family stuff that might be kind of heavy. Uh, and you're able to just kind of clear your head and intentionally try to connect with God. Well, surprise, surprise, it works. You can connect yeah. with God. Absolutely. Um, so getting away from all those distractions in order to connect with the Lord is just an amazing thing. And it's amazing to me how it can happen with a, a room of 500 middle school kids. Um, but it also can happen with one person who walks off into the woods on their, on their own. So, And I don't know, Nathan, maybe when you're with your surfing, when you go out in the water, for you, is that helpful to disconnect from um, everything that's going on in your life to surf? Or are you just like working as hard as you can not to get eaten by sharks? I mean, surfing is like one of those things, like, especially since we're talking about anxiety and stress lately, it, it like, it really helps with that. And once I get out in the water, it's just, everything's gone. And it's just me and the waves. And I don't think about anything else really. You know, I want to go back to what Nathan was talking about real quick. And he was talking about, you know, there was a time Saturday night when we had gotten done with dinner and, and with the message and we had some free time and everybody was kind of eating or drinking milkshakes and eating chicken fingers. You know how it is at camp when you go to the clubhouse, or whatever. And, and as, and as we get done, we're walking up and, and there's Olivia. And, and for those of you that remember, I think episode two or three, Olivia uh, is the leader of our praise band and, and she plays guitar and sings and she's very talented. And, um, and, and we just, all of a sudden she's there around this campfire and there's like 40, 50 kids probably that we have never seen before, just singing along reckless love with her, right? And she's leading. And to see her shine like that, right, was like just amazing. It's like, like she kind of came into her own on that. And Elizabeth, I want to ask you, because I know you talked a little bit about that, but what's it like, because you and Olivia are pretty much like best friends and you play in the band together. And what was it like for you to see your friend leading all these people, some to tears with that, with, with the, the message, with God's, rock and roll, if you will. You know what I mean? Because people were stamping and clapping. I mean, it was like a revival. What was that like for you, though? It was so awesome. Like, I know she's kind of having a hard time at camp. And then, like, seeing just, like, the positive energy around that campfire was insane. It was so cool. I was so proud of her. Right? Like, describe it for people, like, like what the whole scene looked like so they get an idea. Okay, so picture this. We're all around the campfire, and then, like, Pretty much all of the high schoolers go inside and then there's like four of us left and these three little middle school boys go, we're here for the concert. And then we start playing some songs for them. And then all of a sudden, all of these kids show up and they're like harmonizing and singing so loud and it's so good. Wow. Yeah. Middle school kids harmonizing. I mean, it was so no, insane. It, I mean, it was crazy, man. Wow. Seriously, it was like moss to the flame. Like they just came out of the bushes, you know, and they were singing at the top of their lungs. They were harmonizing. They all had their arms locked together. They were swaying back and forth. I mean, you would have thought that everybody there had known each other for years, literally, right? And it was like just people just walked up from all over, like nobody knew each other. I'm like, I've never seen you before. But everybody was just singing the song, right? And uh, it was just, yeah, it was so cool to see teenagers leading middle school kids in praise music just vulnerable and open tears and, and joy and it was just amazing you know what I mean like that's what I wish I would see more of you know when I go to 
high schools and I speak in schools or I go around to different youth groups and, 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 and check out, you know, whatever I go working with youth, which is a lot of things, you know, I would love to see the high schoolers take a more active role in, in kind of transitioning middle school kids and mentoring middle school kids because they really need it. You know, I mean, what's been your experience with that, Elizabeth? Like, I mean, we have some middle school here, kids that here, but also besides the church, like what's your experience like working with other middle school kids or like working with your brothers and sisters or, or how do you play into life as a mentor to other kids? Well, I have a little brother and a little sister and a little stepsister. So I try and be nice to them and just like help them out if they need it because sometimes our parents can be rough and I just like bring positive energy, I think sometimes. No, I, I would bet most of the time you do. And it's true. I mean, what was it? DJ Jazzy Jeff, I think, said it best. Parents just don't understand. They really don't. You know what I they mean? They just like, don't understand. Parents are just, you know, that's that's what I mean. Like, you need that kind of go-between. Between, like, a parent and a teenager, you need other older teens to help out the younger teens or, or even the preteens, right, in order to kind of just have somebody to trust and, and to, to teach some skills to and teach I mean, everything, too. You know what I mean? Like, invite them in to sing praise songs. Invite them to church. Invite them to vacation Bible school. Invite them to camp. Right? So, And you know what helps? What? Wearing a Tigger suit. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I hear. You know, I when mean, you don't I, take yourself too seriously. Yeah, right? I mean, and I think that's that's part of what I love about camp, too. Thanks for bringing that up, Jamie. It's like, when you're at camp, like, you just can't take yourself too seriously, right? Because you've, like, fallen down the hill, and you're covered in dirt, and and, you know, you probably got food on your face because nobody's telling you because they're too embarrassed to tell you <laughs> or they're just making fun of you. <laughs> and, you know, so it's like there's really not a whole lot of showering and primping and, and stuff like that. Like, you're just out in the woods, man. And, like, nobody cares what you look like and, and where you're from. It's just like we're all there together. Nathan, what about you, man? I know you're pretty involved in, in some stuff with school and, and obviously in surf and stuff. And like, do you find yourself being a mentor to, like, younger kids? I mean, not that much, but, like, it's... I feel like, especially like out in Forest Home, it's just like, w w as um, the high school group serving the middle schoolers, we're like, they're looking up to us and we kind of, we got to set a good example. And it's just like, just being positive and just like being happy, always smiling, it, it goes a long way with them. Like, especially when it comes to like serving them, like every time I'd give them a new water pitcher or bring something else to their table. It's like just smiling and then they'll smile back and they'll, they'll just all be happy. Now, in uh, going with that, did you have an actual, like, tell, tell me about an experience that you actually had with one middle school kid. I know there had to have been some, like one just maybe came up to the tigger suit, wanted to get a selfie or, I mean, what, what was there like interaction wise for you? Did, did you have a special one with any of the kids there in particular? Um, well, there was one with um, a specific table. It was more with like their leader, but, uh, but I mean, everyone in the table was a part of it. Um, my friend actually was wearing the Tigger suit for a previous meal and he took their lemonade and didn't give him another lemonade back. And then he wasn't very happy about that. But I, the next meal I was back in the Tigger suit and I, I brought, um, he talk to me about that and I, I had my friend come and apologize about that and then I uh, I brought him some more lemonade and then um, actually 
we saw him later that night and I asked him what he would like for breakfast. He said orange juice. And then the next morning, the orange juice machine was broken. Oh, no. So then I actually hand squeezed him orange juice what? at his table. <laughs> I have a video. I mean, oh, wow. Video evidence. What are you like, 17? You already like bought your ticket into heaven? What is going on with <laughs> you, brother? Unbelievable. He actually compared me to the Savior. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, mean, oh, wow. I mean, that might be stretching it. I mean, water yeah. to wine, just yeah. orange juice. I mean, we're in California, so it's not like we're really stretched to get on. I mean, I appreciate the thought, but. Um, no, that's a pretty good story. I was not expecting that. Next level service. Seriously. Wow. Now, when you brought over the orange juice, did you make sure that they knew it was hand squeezed? I, I, I squeezed it in front of him. So, what? Yeah. Table service. That is amazing. I mean, for all you ladies out there listening, I think this guy's available. I mean, I don't want to blow him up or anything. And but he didn't meet someone at camp? I know. Oh, I'm having a hard time figuring this out. What? I mean, unbelievable. Man. Guy surfs. He's good looking. He's hand squeezing orange juice at the table. He's well spoken. I mean, uh, maybe it's the Tigger suit. And he wears the, the Tigger suit. You know what oh, I mean? Okay, I don't know. There you go. Uh, there's a lot there. Elizabeth, what about you? What did you have a, a special experience with? With a middle schooler or or just anybody that maybe you didn't know before? It could have been like just an experience where like you were like, man, it was great to meet that person, or or they came up and they asked you for something, and they were so thankful that you were there to help them. Um, not really. Yeah? They'd just be like, thank you. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I said thanks. I'll smile back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I saw you doing a lot of stuff, so I'm sure if, if we asked the kids about you, they would have a different story. You are very humble. So that I can definitely see. Um, all right. So kind of to wrap it up then, what would you say is always the highlight of going to camp for you? Is it... Singing? Is it dancing? Is it just being who you are with nobody to judge you? Is it being out in the mountains? Is it the connection with God? Is it, I mean, I know it's all those things, but if you could pick like one thing that, you know, like if I'd never been to camp, say, like I've never been to camp, I've been thinking about going, but I'm a little bit scared. You know what I mean? I'm like 13 years old and or, or 14, and I remember the first time I went to camp, I was like, I think 12 or 11, and I was like, I don't know, man, like all week, like, you know, it's not that I'm going to miss my parents. I wouldn't admit it to anybody, right? But still, you know, when you're that age and you're up there, it's like you're kind of on your own, and, and, you know, and you don't know. Are you getting a good counselor? Or are you getting, you know, it's kind of a weird thing. So what's something that you guys would say to somebody that might be on the fence about whether or not they, they could make it to camp? Um, well, I would say that, I don't know, just the best part about camp is probably just growing closer with people and getting to know people better. And I think that always I... Like, when I come back, I'm always happier than I was But when I came, when I first came. Like, even when I got home, my mom told me, she's like, wow, you're smiling so much. You seem really happy. Like, I don't know. It just She pointed that out right when I got home. So I love that. And I especially love the fact that, because when you're a parent, I would assume, I mean, I'm not one myself, but I would assume if you're one and you send your kid to camp, you, 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 want, what, you want them to have a good time, right? You want them to, to be happy and you want them to experience all the things that we get experienced. So I must I'm, I imagine that's so fulfilling for a child to come back from camp all smiles and, and say to the parent, like, I just had the best time. Like, I know I can tell just by looking at you. You didn't even you gotta put me. that on a sales poster or something yeah, for seriously. camp. Make your kids smile. Yeah, to start our camp. own camp. I feel like we're blowing for us. Um Elizabeth, what about you? If if you're a, a little teenage girl, thirteen, twelve, 
and, and you want to go to camp and you're like, I don't know, I'm kind of scared or anything. Like, what's something you could relate to them that they would understand? I'm like, hey, it's going to be cool. It's going to be okay. And go do it. Well, I met Olivia at camp. So, wow, you met your best, best friend, friend at yeah. camp? Yeah, in eighth grade. And there's also just like the camp feeling, like walking around, even like walking up the steep hill to your cabin is like so happy because you know you're at camp. Like you can't be too sad ever. Yeah. Walking mean, up a steep hill, you can't be sad. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, camp, it's a magical place. I mean, that is, I mean, I think what she's trying to say is even in times of tribulation, you can still be happy, right? That's it. That's it. I mean, you've heard it from us all. I mean, we have our producer, my co-host, met their wives at camp. We have... Nathan and Elizabeth talking about some of the happiest times they've ever had meeting their best friend. I personally, I met the love of my life as a camper, I'll be honest with you. Her wow. name is Sherry. Okay. And uh, unfortunately, after camp, she moved away to uh, Africa. Her family was missionaries, and, and that was it. And we were pen pals, I think, till I was like 14, and then, I don't know. But uh, anyway, listen, thanks so much for tuning into the show. I want to give a shout-out to uh, also some of the, the kids who were there that made a big difference, Ava, Abby, Lucy, Jesse, Sam, Chloe, Eva, and Fiona, Olivia, Matt, Ben. The list Ezra. goes on. I mean, yeah. The list so many. goes on. Just, and we just want to thank everybody that, that took the time to come with us to camp this year and, and to serve the middle schools. And I want to thank Tigger, especially. Big, big shout out to Tigger as well, man. That was that was definitely amazing. Um, listen. Also, before we go, uh, if anybody wants to send us questions about stuff we talk about on the show or you have a subject you would like for us to talk about uh, on the show, we would love to hear from you. And you can email us at chris, C-H-R-I-S, at one-youth.com. And you can also check out our website, just one-youth.com, and check out all of our podcast episodes and on SoundCloud and on Spotify. Uh, All right, let's go around the horn one more time. And... uh, I want a positive message. What do you guys have for the people out there in the world this week, camp or no camp, and what people are going through? Um, and, you know, also, as, as a show, we, we want to give our condolences to my co-host, uh, Jamie, whose uh, father went to be with the Lord last week, and uh, we appreciate him still coming in here to do the show with us tonight and and really just always being a support to us in this group. So our condolences to you and thank, your family right you, now, Chris, Jamie. Thank you, and thank you to all the One Youth family that's been super supportive of me and my family and just I'm, I'm feeling all the love i'll just put it that way i'm feeling mean, the love i don't think literally an hour went by the entire weekend at camp where we did not pray for you honestly i mean I, it, I, I was it was, feeling it was everywhere yeah. and uh and we're so glad that you felt that um elizabeth what about you what what's something that's on your mind that you want to give out a shout of hope or or just something to inspire people um Wake up in the morning and tell yourself today's going to be awesome. Ooh, I like that. A that's nice great. morning routine. That's, that's a good I routine. I do that every week. Yep. Nathan, what about you, brother? Um, I think I'll just finish it off by saying um, if you're on the fence about going to camp, um, you should do it because you're going to make experiences and memories that you'll never forget for the rest of your life. I like that. You know, one thing that, that I also want to point out is that sometimes uh, – you know, due to financial circumstances, I, I know people think that they don't want to go to camp because maybe their family can't afford it. If that's you, like, don't be uh, embarrassed about that. You know, talk to, to one of the people that, one of the leaders that take people to camp because there are a lot of scholarship opportunities. And uh, and I personally, myself, scholarship uh, a lot of kids in other different camps to go to camp. So if you want to go to camp, 
pray about it, but also ask somebody and say, hey, I don't really necessarily have the money to go to camp. Is there something that I can do to go to camp or is there a possibility that I could go? Right. And I'm sure that, uh, you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways, but I'm sure that there, where there's a will, there's always a way. So don't hold yourself back from going just because you think you can't afford it. All right. And just reach out and ask for some help. Jamie, you want to take us home? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to let everyone know out there that camp is an amazing place. Um, if you want to go, if you're, if you desire to go to a camp, Look up, look up camps around you. Talk to churches, talk to people you know, find one. Uh, and the last thing I want to leave us with is a verse that's kind of my family verse, my wife uh, and uh, and my verse. And it's kind of when hard times come around because everyone has something that comes up that's difficult. And it comes from the book of Judges. And this guy Gideon is talking to this this angel that's the angel of the Lord. And the, and the angel tells him a simple thing. He says, Go in the strength that you have. And so that's the message I want to leave with everyone today is to go in the strength that you have. Don't go in the strength that you don't have. Because we always feel, at times we feel weak. We feel like we don't have the strength to move forward. Um, But I think God is calling us to go in the strength that we have. So that's the message for everyone out there. Go in that strength. I love that. All right, that wraps up our show. This is the One Amazing Life Podcast signing off. Once again, we want to thank everybody for listening. And uh, if you have any questions or anything, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. I want to thank my guests, Nathan, Elizabeth, and as always, my co-host and teammate and all these things, awesome things we get to do, Jamie. And we will catch you next week. All right. Take care, everybody. God bless. Bye, everyone.